Episode 389, Vaccinated, First Jab. Hello and welcome, and uh, thank you for joining me. I hope you're doing well, hope things are going good, and uh, yeah, I hope, um, I really do believe there's going to be uh, brighter times ahead. So, um, so what have I got to say about being vaccinated? Um, so Ireland... Uh, it's quite a small country, and uh, people have said it's a bit behind other big countries, like the UK, America, you know, France, Germany, Israel. They all seem to be powering ahead with the the vaccines, and uh, it seemed like we was a little bit behind, but uh, we seem to be catching up. So basically, um, I don't know, about a week ago, I got a, uh, looked online and I could register to be vaccinated. I was in the uh, 49 to 69 uh, bracket. Let's put it this way: I'm 49. Uh, <laughs> so I registered, and pretty much within a week, I'd got an appointment, which was today. Yay! Um, it's the 28th of May, 2021, and the appointment for 6:25 p.m. Um, and it's basically, I, I don't know. I mean, most people are going to get vaccinated in the GP. I think um, in that sort of setting, which I think is great. Um, I sort of, I'm sort of between GPs at the moment. <laughs> I think I think she died there a few years ago. Um, so yeah, I need to sort that out. But anyway, um, we have a there's a mass testing center in a place called City West. Um, it's sort of in Saget, which is sort of the west outside the west of Dublin, and uh, it's about I don't know where I am. It's about a twenty minute drive. It's not too bad, and it's a big hotel and complex. And there's also a massive conference centre, which was built, you know, I don't know, 20 years ago, whatever, I don't know, during the boom or whatever, you know, and uh, it's now getting used as a, a mass vaccination centre. So you basically turn up with your text message and your ID and your phone, whatever, and you, you queue, <laughs> you queue, and you queue. Oh, I didn't mention your queue. Oh, yeah, your queue, yeah. <laughs> so I, I entered the building at 20 past 6 p.m., and I was vaccinated at 24 minutes past seven, um, which was a full hour of queuing. Now, hold on. It wasn't all queuing. There was about 90 seconds of registering where I go, uh, what's your mobile number? What's your VPS number? What's your address? Have you ever heard this? Have you ever heard that? Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? No, 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 no. Okay, they're fine. You consent to having this vaccine. Well, I've been queuing for the guts of an hour. I think it'd be stupid if I don't. <laughs> I was asked three times. And uh, what is the reason for you visiting us this evening? I said, I want my vaccine. Um, and I did say to one of the guys, what do people say? He said, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Occasionally get the person who shouldn't be there. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that works. but um, So it was a lot of queuing. And uh, I did make the analogy that it was like Disneyland, uh, whether it's the ones in the US or whether it's the one in Paris. Uh, there's always queues, isn't there? I mean, and, and you know, they, I mean, to be fair to Disneyland, they're very good at how they handle them. Or Disney World, they're very good at how they handle the queues. But unless you're going for the fast pass, you're gonna be in for the long haul, aren't you? And you know, the funny thing is, <laughs> the rides themselves only last a few minutes. I mean, you can queue for an hour, can't you? And then you get three minutes of boom. And you go, well, that was rubbish. I queued for an hour for that, you know. <laughs> And uh, anyway, as I was queuing um, into City West, I was talking, to, I didn't realise there's a lot of volunteers, people who are not getting paid. I think that's incredible. I, just, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what, you don't get paid for this? Where am I? My taxes going. Uh, but anyway, 
um, there was like a load of people who were like organizing the queues and we go through a couple of tents and they look at your phone and you, put, you make sure you have your mask on, you clean your hands, you know, which is good. Don't get me wrong, it's fantastic. I couldn't believe there were so many volunteers there. And then you register, you go through a silly set of questions, you know, uh, have you had a, a vaccine in the last two weeks? Uh, no, you know, have you had an anaphylactic shock or any allergic reaction to anything in the past? No. It's that sort of thing, you know. Are you on blood thinners? No, I'm not on those either, you know. But, um, you know, it's good. I mean, it was good. I mean, the queuing was pretty excessive, if I'm honest. Now, um, I spoke to one of the volunteers and they said it was actually quiet during the day. But then when I spoke to one of the paired employees, they said, oh, no, no, it's very busy during the day. But, I mean, I, I could have come during the day, like, I mean, it was 25 past 6 in the evening. You know, I do work, but I can take an hour out, you know. Um, and if that alleviates the problem, I'm all for that, you know. But anyway, it wasn't, I don't want to give the wrong impression, it wasn't a bad experience. Um, and uh, I sat down then um, with the Vaccinator. It's a great name, isn't it? It's like Terminator. The Exterminator. The Vaccinator. <laughs> I love it. What a name. Uh, and she was a lovely woman now, and uh, we got chatting there, and I said to her, you know what the funny thing is? I was queuing there, I didn't say for how long. I said, I was queuing there, biding me time. And uh, I, I just realised that um, it's May uh, 2021. And I, jeez, I, I don't want to go on about this, I do podcasts about this, um, but in, uh, well, 1995 in May, I was in China working, installing systems in a couple of factories which is almost 26 years ago to today, is it? 26 years ago. And uh, I had to get vaccinated to go to China. I mean, I could have declined, but I think I would have been pretty stupid too. Bearing in mind, I was in rural China, the heart of China. And uh, there was no like tourism or anything like that. You'd walk around the village and people would stare at you. The only Westerner in the village. Yeah, that sort of thing. So I had four vaccinations. Um, I can sort of remember some of them. I know when I saw the nurse, this is like 26 years ago, when I saw the nurse and she said, here's a map of China. I said, okay, point to me where you're going in China. And I saw I didn't really know like exactly. I mean, there was no Google Earth in those days or Google Maps, you know. But I said, well, it's roughly here. I knew there was a, a couple of sites. Um, and they, yeah, they were pretty, one was really central and one's more sort of north, um, northeastern but still fairly central. And she had this map, and it was a lovely map. It was like um, a map of disease. Um, so places where certain illnesses were endemic, like were really bad, you know. Uh, and she said, oh, that's interesting. And I said, oh, yeah, you sound there. Uh, the nurse sounds really, oh, you sound really interested about it. I said, yeah, because uh, there's plague, uh, <laughs> there's malaria, uh, there's yellow fever. Um, and, you know, she listed off things that, you know what, I can't even remember. I think I stopped listening. So she said, listen, we the, the plan here is we can give you the maximum that we can give you. And it was four injections, two, two one, one Friday, two the following Friday, one in each arm. Uh, and I remember one of them was like a widespread, a broad spectrum, I think was the phrase, um, vaccination. They were covering me for a lot of ailments, you know. And I know I was vaccinated against TB, I think I was vaccinated against uh, yellow fever. Uh, and uh, I remember being given a pack of tablets as well, Malarium, um, uh, anti-malaria drugs as well, one one a week, you know. But uh, it was quite funny because going in to get the vaccination today, I was probably less worried than a lot of people, you know, especially if you've not had vaccinations in adulthood. I mean, most of your vaccinations are when you're a kid, aren't they, you know? 
But I'd had them in my 20s for going to China. And I remember sitting there, and in those days, it wasn't 15 minutes. You had to sit for, I think it was 20 or 25 minutes. And I remember just this feeling coming over me going, is this it? Is this anaphylactic shock? Is it going to happen? You know. <laughs> and I remember saying, the nurse had said to me, you know, Jason, you know, there's been over 20,000 vaccinations in this clinic. There's not been one single case of anaphylactic shock. And I said, you know what, that doesn't reassure me at all because the longer you go without one, the more chance it's going to be one, isn't it? <laughs> so today then, um, we had a very sort of similar experience. You go in, you queue for an hour, you do registration, whatever. And that wasn't that wasn't similar to how it was. Anyway, but yeah, and I eventually got the jab and it's uncomfortable now, I have to say. Um, I don't mind a little prick. Uh, but it just it did feel uncomfortable this time. It was definitely into the muscle anyway. And uh, I don't want to put people off, by the way. You need to get the jab, by the way. But um, it wasn't excruciating, you know. But afterwards, I've absolutely perfect, absolutely fine. And it was funny because I know when I had these injections back in the 90s, 1994, I, oh, I was getting, whew, you know, really stressed thinking it was going to be me, you know. But I think that gave me a great reassurance today that I've gone through that. That was four vaccinations over a week. And I remember saying to him, I need four injections. And I said, well, can you give me all at once? He said, no, no, we can't give them all at once. We have to give two this week and two next week. Okay. Not realising the reason they couldn't give me all four was I would feel terrible for 48 hours. So I got the first two injections. And why on a Friday? Because it suits the company. You go home for the weekend and I was like, oh, my God, I felt ill, fever, the worst flu you can imagine, for two days. And at the end of the second day, the Sunday night, I felt fine. Oh, back into work on Monday. Ah, this has been planned, hasn't it? <laughs> it was quite a strange coincidence that I haven't had my COVID vaccine today, uh, Friday evening, you know. But um, so far, so good. Um, I do feel okay. Uh, I don't have any um, immediate symptoms. Um they can arrive over the next 24 hours, 48 hours. Um, and usually just have some, you know, um, ibuprofen is the, the daddy, I think. But if you can't take ibuprofen, then yeah, paracetamol. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they were suggesting the second jab. I need a second dose now of Moderna in uh, 28 days. They're suggesting, well, most people may get a little bit of a something after that one, you know. So, but I've spoke to a few people who've had it, and it's it's sort of a mixed bag. Half have nothing at all, and the other half are like, "Oh God, I was dying for two days. I was sleeping all the time. Oh, I had a fever." So, I don't know if I'm going to be somewhere in between. But uh, the feeling ill part is actually a positive, as far as I'm aware. That um, it's your immune system getting a kick up the pants, you know, and, uh, and when you fight something, that's that feeling you get, you know, the horrible, the muggy head, the temperature, the feverishness, the feeling tired, your aches, your pains, it's all that sort of stuff, you know. And I did, I did think about not uh, having the vaccine. That was definitely on, on my mind. Um, bear in mind, and I think I mentioned it in other podcasts, um, I'm a big supporter of vaccines in general because, you know, um, there's a lot of people alive today that wouldn't be without them, you know, and that's very hard to quantify. But um, And we have them when we're children and we have them for a reason and they work, you know. Um, but in adulthood, it's it's quite unusual. Uh, obviously, I was going to somewhere exotic when I was 24 or whatever 
Uh, and you know what? Yeah, you need you need injections. If you're going somewhere exotic, um, yeah, you need them. But then we come to this pandemic, and it's sort of a mixed bag here because, um, you know, uh, without the vaccine, there's a part of me going, well, I'm not going to die from this. You know, I'm not going to get... If I get COVID, I could be really ill. I mean, there's always a potential. You can die from anything, can't you? But there's, you know, it was unlikely that it was going to kill me, COVID. And you've got that in your back of your mind going, well, why am I going to go and have a vaccine? Why you expose myself to, you know, a risk of anaphylactic shock? Why do this and why all the rest? And all these thoughts have gone through my mind. And I've been thinking about it quite a lot. Um, and I work with guys who are really anti-vaccine. And over the years, I've worked with a good few people, you know. And I, I mean... You know, I, I like to consider myself quite intelligent and uh, a reason and think about this. And uh, and this was my reasoning, right? Um, and it's quite it's quite straightforward and it's quite simple in a sense of if we all took the stance that we're not going to take the vaccine because it doesn't affect us, then no one takes the vaccine. And when no one takes the vaccine, then people will die who could have been saved. It's, it really is that simple, you know? Yeah, of course, I could have got away with it. Yeah, I'm not having a vaccine. To have it. I actually know a couple of guys now who are not going to have the vaccine, you know, and I, I think that's irresponsible. It's a level of selfishness in some ways, you know, and, uh, but for me, yeah, you know what? This is all, this isn't about me personally. Um, this is about the society we live in. And uh, I did look at the genetic makeup of the Moderna um, vaccine, I'm say virus then, Moderna vaccine, and it's really interesting. Um, and I'm going to read even more about it because um, I am very intrigued how it works. But it's very specific. They're not giving you COVID. It's not on old school, you know, vaccination, which is good. Um, and then we go, oh, it's genetic modifications. It's messing with your genes, you know. I mean, people are shoveling on burgers and all sorts of processed food in the gobs. You know, the same very people are saying they don't want to have a vaccine because uh, there's things in it and uh, it's genetically modified. It's nonsense. Anyhow, um, this podcast will not be on YouTube because, unfortunately, <laughs> they are quite strict guidelines on, on these sorts of things. But my advice to you is, is quite simple. Do what you feel is right. And that's exactly what I did. Um, I'm having the vaccine. I'm quite well aware that the second one, I'm going to feel a little bit shit for a couple of days, right? Which is a small price to pay. I mean, I, I suppose, for me, it was a no-brainer because, you know, what is it, 26 years ago? When I was half the man I am now, a younger man, um, going to a place I'd never been before, going to a place where lots of diseases diseases were endemic and where it was quite dangerous health-wise. Um, my decision then was, yeah, give me the vaccine, you know. <laughs> I want it, I want it now. Um, and I think that's the right choice. And I think now, you know, maybe think less of yourself a little bit and think of society more. Um, and that'd be a great lesson, I think, for, you know, I mean, essentially humans are very selfish. And uh, I think this is one opportunity now where you can do some good. You don't have to volunteer. You don't have to give you free time. You don't have to go out of your little bubble of whatever your life is, you know. But, you know, just one little thing like this can uh, can make all the difference to society as a whole. So, uh, so yes, that's my reasoning anyway. Um, you know, I don't think I ever was going to die from COVID, but... Uh, I'd like to make sure that um, as many people as possible don't die from it, you know.